Hey, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey, Effort of Community Church, it's great to be with you once again uh, for our weekly podcast where we like to take time just to revisit the previous weekend's experience, you know, the church gathering, what God did, right. what we were talking about during the service, and then also looking ahead. But uh, we're also, over the past month, uh, we've been prioritizing taking more time to talk about words and knowledge, which we're going to start with this this uh, session off with. But yeah. first, Jim, just want to welcome you to this episode. It's always great to be on with you. Really appreciate who you are on the team and just want to say welcome. I appreciate you, Mr. Swords. I don't know if I'd do this without you, so glad you're here. So let's uh, kick it off with the word of knowledge. I meant in general, not just the oh, podcast. The I podcast. do the podcast with anybody. <laughs> I just mean in general, just employment and discipleship. Oh, thanks great. for that clarification, <laughs> exactly. Jim. I just want you to know. I love you bigger than that sounded. <laughs> oh, good. Um, this words of knowledge. Words of knowledge, right? I um, obviously words of knowledge are a huge part of who we are at ECC. Yeah, particularly, um, people who are watching this generally already know that. Uh, but one, you know, we're going through. Um, I don't want to call it a learning phase, but I would probably say we're we're being very intentional to steward the gift of word of knowledge in a corporate setting as best as we can. That's right. uh, and so I want to invite you to start us off, Jim, and just really you know, start sharing what, where are we at yeah, presently in the conversation. Uh, I want to talk about, maybe next week we can talk about something Kevin said this weekend where we feel that there's a pivoting of words of knowledge towards salvation, mm-hmm. where in the last three months we've been seeing them toward healing. Yeah, right? yeah. So maybe next week we can talk a little bit about that thing that Kevin's carrying right. and we even believed for because right. we had it happen on Saturday night where yeah. there was a word of knowledge focused right. on a salvation experience. And uh, and then Kevin also introduced something on Sunday morning. So maybe that's for next week. Sure. Um, I want to jump back one week to something <laughs> Chris said last week around words of knowledge, where when he got up, he decided not to go through the specific words of knowledge list, but believe that there was enough in the room as far mm-hmm. as God meeting people. This is after Dennis is speaking. Yeah. He's service room. pastor, so this is the end of the service. Exactly right. Yep. And Chris said, you know what? I want to call for a general belief that the spirit is in the room as such as to heal anything or to address anything you feel you want to come forward for. Because the gift of faith was right. There, right? And then he, th- he said this in particular, he says, we never want these words of knowledge to feel like a divine lottery. Mm-hmm. And uh, that phrase, I want to I sit down on that. Now, what right. he means by that is, is us showing up thinking that unless the one that we hear is said— Right, the word of knowledge in particular, my issue— Exactly, specifically at that, right. then—, then the the gift and the goodness of God is not present for healing. Sure. And that's something we want to for sure make sure we dismiss, Correct. is that according to the Scriptures, God's good heart toward us yeah. in healing is always present. Yeah. What we think is happening when there's specific words of knowledge is it often has to do with resignation um, in the person or tiredness or, or needing to actually be activated in such a way of hearing it very specifically. Sure. It's a next level God is willing to do go to oftentimes yeah. get to a heart, Correct. but that doesn't mean it's not available. I'll pause there. I have other things to say even yeah. about how why Chris even um, came up with that phrase. Yeah, I'd love to hear just where that came from. I sure. think it would be super fun. My first thought comes to just the how natural it is as a community when you prioritize giving sp- attention to here's what we feel God is doing specifically, right? right. And how the human nature response of that can be so quick to say, oh, 
it didn't highlight anything that's specific to me and therefore I was not seen. Uh, I think about it in the realm of parenting, right? If I say to my children, I love all of you um, and I have good things for all of you, yet here are three things that I want to specifically identify as things that I particularly enjoy. And then it's always highlighting this or this person, this person. But then there's the one child who's like, there's, they, you've been highlighting things you enjoy yeah. or particularly like, and it's never applied to me. Mm-hmm. And it's been going on for a long time. And so that felt lack, mm-hmm. you know, is, is a very natural thing for people to have to, we have to navigate that as That's a community. Right. And, right. and I, I want to simply say that to identify it and say, or label it and say, we recognize this is a natural reality of what it means to navigate this as a community. That's right. Now let's talk a little bit about how it came up. Um, a couple of weeks ago, by the way, once a month, um, what we call pastors, directors, and team leads have a meeting. Mm-hmm. And it's a leadership development meeting, um, meaning we try to pick a skill you need as a leader or as a team lead. Um, and, <clears throat> and we discuss it as a staff, what it means to continue to grow in our professional development. We happened to pick the topic this past month it would, the issue was how to create participatory meetings where mm-hmm. people who are in the meetings are sharing. It's not just leader-driven, and particularly yeah. how to handle when diverse opinions are starting to crop up in the room. How do you steward that as a leader? How right. do you build an agenda a, as you're running a team? And so um, I happened to be running this training session, and I decided, hey, let's do a case study. And I had everyone. Now, this is a room of about, what, 15 yeah. leads, yeah, team leads, 15, directors, pastors? 18. And I had them answer three questions, um, and that all revolved around the rise of the use of words of knowledge yeah. towards healing in our midst. And you had to answer this. What do you feel about the, the amount of words of knowledge coming toward healing? Yep. What have you heard directly from someone else about the amount of words of knowledge? And then the third one question was, what do you imagine as some things people in our community or greater community are thinking about right. the rise of words of knowledge? They all had to respond in private. Then we opened it up to like, hey, let's share some of these. It was really interesting yeah. in the room. It pivoted almost to all first person representing their own Correct. viewpoints. Yeah. And we had 15 things up on a whiteboard and eight of them were concerns, yeah. community concerns for, hey, yeah. um, how do we test accuracy? Yeah. Um, what about a concern about divine lottery? Yeah. What do we do about a theology of disability where God has, God has gifted some people in our community to coming to such peace about the disability they carry as a way to encounter God? Sure. How do they operate within a community that believes deeply in healing? Yep. So we ended up listing all these things. And so that one was divine lottery came yep. up in that. Like, mm-hmm. what do we do for those who are coming and may not come forward for prayer for something because they're waiting for it to land, quote, in the lottery. And so we want you to know, even as we hope at one level, this little story gives you a little confidence that we as leaders of a charismatic community that believes in the continuing work of the Holy Spirit in yeah. our times are sitting and reflecting on how to carry these gifts of the Holy Spirit in our midst mm-hmm. and to make room for these opinions and these realities that surface in the midst of that. So I think the divine lottery is a very legitimate thing, and we're simply saying this, please come expecting to encounter God, and occasionally he's going to crank up that specificity in order to... I got it. I got it. Well done. Word of the week. (laughs) In order to encounter some people. Yeah, the other thing thing Kevin mentions um, pretty frequently, which we always need to be reminded of, is like, oh yeah, that's right. Um, you know, we're obviously ministering to, you know, God, we're exalting Jesus, we're ministering to the church, his people, but it's also, as Kevin would say, training for how you are Monday through Saturday out in the world, right? That's right. And so we're we're also modeling what does it mean to receive a word, deliver a word, and minister 
the the power of that word That's unto right. healing, salvation, what have you, so that the church can observe and model it out in the, exactly. in the marketplace. And wasn't Shannon's testimony great this week? Exactly. Like there's an exact example of a guy who, because he lives in the saturated atmosphere of mm-hmm. Ephrata Community Church, began to believe mm-hmm. that he could be able to minister yeah. um, um, in that setting and yeah. outside the setting and not have to have the label of pastor to do it, yeah. right? That's when we know that there's enough saturation going yeah. on here that we're able to carry it forward. Yeah, and furthermore on that point, uh, I, I connected with Shannon yesterday after the service. Fun, I got to watch him in action. He comes, I'm praying for a person, and he comes over, <laughs> he was beautiful. He's like, the Lord told me before you got here, Matt, that I was supposed to go and pray over this person. And I said, awesome. Give me a moment. <laughs> you know, I'm like, That's wonderful. you'll get your turn. It was so awesome because he was like, God told me to pray for this person. And then and then you got here. I'm like, I'm definitely, it was cool. Oh, so I got to watch him in action. But then he also shared later. He said, I had several people come up to me and tell me I've had the same experience yeah. um, of that prompting to go minister to somebody or just to pray over them or say, how can I pray for you? That prompting uh, is not just Shannon or the pastoral team or the prayer team. Like, God's moving that way in our community. It's yeah. beautiful. You want another fun Shannon story? Do we have time? <laughs> yeah. Drew, Matt, we like to call out our technicians on this. Do we have time? But Shannon— We always up. have time <laughs> for the right. work of the so, Spirit. So Shannon comes up to me— um, because Sunday morning, he comes walking in, and I see him. Do you know him. him before this weekend, or you just really oh, got I to— I know him incidentally, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah, sure. um, I know him incidentally. He's, so, he's excellent. Love he's above guy. average. So all that to say, I had heard his testimony on Saturday night. I see him walking into the building on Sunday, and as soon as I see him, I'm like, you know, if you know me, yeah, I'm just like yeah. jacked up on Jesus and coffee. I'm like, Shannon, your testimony <laughs> was awesome. Well, he had not told anyone in his family that he had filmed it or that it was happening. He wanted to surprise them. And he like slow plays me, man. He's oh. like, hey, Jim, how are you today? And I'm like, awkward <laughs> but delightful. I get greeted in this awkward, awkward ways delightful. all the time. I can handle it. So he comes up to me afterwards. He goes, Jim, I hope you don't feel like I was dishing on you. He, this is on Sunday after the service. He goes, I just hadn't told anyone it was going to be a surprise. So, wow. Shannon, what, don't ever surprise your mama like that. So had, Moral of the story. His family was Don't here. surprise your mama like that. You let your mama in on things. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how it went for them. He said it was um, fun. Same thing happened with Jamie and Journey, their testimony the week prior. Uh, I connected with them. And uh, so I sent an email out to everybody ahead of time so that they know, hey, your testimony is playing this weekend. But they didn't. Mm-hmm. I sent the email a little later in the week, uh, but J- Jamie didn't see the email. So mm-hmm. I saw her Saturday night. I'm like, hey, are you excited to see your testimony? And she's like, my what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> is that this weekend? Because so, remember, there's a gap sometimes from uh, when they're filmed and then when they're scheduled. And yeah. by the way, that's one of the beauties of how so, it plays out. So I always touch base with them as best as I can, saying, hey, just so you're aware. Yeah, um, now transition off this word of knowledge. I want to sure. tell the story of the one testimony we received back this week. You know, even in light of talking about divine lottery, sometimes the Lord does nail something very specific in someone's mm-hmm. life. Oftentimes at pre-service prayer, we'll read some of these testimonies. Yeah. Kevin decided to actually talk a little bit about it on Sunday morning. So if you were here Sunday, he did publicly talk about this one. Yeah. But Matt, you received, the, you received the email as well. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what took place. Yeah, just keeping it brief, very simple. Uh, there was a, a lady that about five or seven years prior um, had brain surgery and since then has had real difficulty uh, sleeping peacefully. She would just have real t- bouts of terror and fear. Uh, Doesn't and attend here. Doesn't attend here. Yeah, she right. was not attending here. Um, as best as that email communicated to me, she doesn't hasn't attended here. 
<clears throat> and this is back in January when this testimony took, this miracle took place. Anyway, uh, so she's been having these bouts of nightmares and terror uh, and difficulty sleeping to the point where she couldn't even sleep. Uh, for days on end, she would go mm-hmm. without sleeping. Um, she was praying about it. Uh, this is how her, test, her email would read. I was praying about it, and the Lord spoke to me, go to ECC this weekend, and there will be a word of knowledge um, for someone dealing with debilitating nightmares. Um, and so she did. Mm. And that was her first, as I understand it, her first time coming. Um, and there was that weekend, there was a, a sure specific enough. word of knowledge, yeah. someone dealing with debilitating nightmares. And then the Lord spoke to her in that moment. This is my, this is my word of love being cast over yeah. you or some, yeah. however Man, she communicated. Yeah. And she said, since then, um, by the way, she came forward, got prayed. She right? got prayed. Yeah. She responded, yeah. of course, since then. Um, there has been a, such a clear change in her ability to sleep. And and she would have written, written this, although there are moments where I still have that battle that shows up, there is this wave and overwhelming peace mm. that she experiences in the midst That's of it gorgeous. that she's still able to rest Here's well. to Jesus. And I, and I want to point, point something I saw in Kevin. Uh, Kevin, and I mean, I, matter of fact, I didn't think of it till he said it, but Kevin's like, what I find so wonderful in that is, of course, this woman experiencing this breakthrough, but that the Holy Spirit would trust Effort a community right. church enough to say, go to this place. Like, to be a tool in God's tool belt that's trusted and named, Yeah, man, I want God's name on us, right? Uh, like, you know, and, and one of the ways to have God's name is to be trusted by God yeah. to be a place that when people come. So I just want to say kudos to us as a community for believing for these yeah. kind of moments in our midst. Yeah, and Kevin for being the, the, the lead on pushing forward into it. And uh, it gets messy sometimes. It takes yeah. purposeful intention to how are we going to navigate this nuance. We just mm-hmm. discussed it, right? We're being as intentional as we can and purposeful. And yet you have these testimonies that's, that really support and undergird and say, this is why we are that's doing right. this right here, this that's moment. Right. I love this. We are called to tend the garden of a community known as ECC. Right. But we have a saying around here, keep the edges wild. Yeah. It's healthy a great saying. gardens. Healthy gardens have wild edges. Yeah, it's a great um, picture. And um, I think it's a picture. We like to keep tight rows in certain things. We like to leave some flexibility in others. I'm thankful for this community, thankful for Kevin's leadership. Hey, I had the privilege of wrapping up the eight weeks, seven, eight weeks on you asked for it. Yep. Um uh it was a privilege. I do want to highlight one thing. Can I do that? Please. Can I jump into that? And then yep. uh, I want to again remind you where we're headed in our kind of pulpit ministry or, right. or, uh, or upfront ministry over the next couple of weeks, yeah. and particularly remind you of some fun stuff happening around the mm-hmm. holidays. But all that to say that one of the things that we were carrying through that entire eight weeks mm-hmm. was the fact that if you were paying attention, we were talking about our relationship to government. We were talking about our relationship to difficulties and in and, and a broken and complex world. Right around does the end justify the means, Mm -hmm. God's goodness in the light of suffering. And then we got into gender and sexuality for three weeks. One of the key things we were trying to talk about is the Lord doesn't mind that we have names and identifiers for things that we are or we face. I am a husband. I'm a pastor. I'm a teacher. Mm -hmm. I'm a father. I can go into the various names that I carry. But I do know, uh, by the way, I'm a certain political persuasion. We all have, and I'm a sub- political persuasion within that persuasion right. on and on the yep. labels and go these are not necessarily wrong right. but they there are moments when it is possible 
for the enemy to begin to hijack some of the yes. very labels that were once positive yeah. in our life. And then they end up going off a particular track and becoming a stronghold or a principality or something yeah. that could be working for means we don't actually know. And so one of the things we wanted to highlight over that whole series was, mm -hmm. man, we want the name of Jesus on this place. That's right. It is the name above every other name and That's label. Right. Yeah. And so we're entering a deliberate season of saying, Lord, here are our modifiers. Here are our labels. Here are the names that we understand ourselves by. Mm -hmm. Enneagram 7, right? All these different things. Bring in, bring in one or two of them and saying, Lord, do you want to talk to me about one or yeah. two of these? So whether you're in our community thinking um, you're a driven personality who's an entrepreneur, you want to bring that to the Lord? You're sitting in our community being a certain kind of Republican. Do you want to bring that to the Lord? Right. You're in our community and you're gay. You want to bring that to the Lord? We right. simply want to say, hey, would you bring these yeah. things in this upcoming season yeah. and see if the if the Lord wants to, as James says, um, show you anything about it so that you can differentiate the, the very thing that yeah. you are carrying as an identifier. Yeah. Well, I love that. And there's so much depth content there and, and just the necessity to pause and reflect and what the way you invited the community into that, not just focusing on LGBTQ, mm -hmm. um, but taking it and, and broadening it and say, hey, you realize we're all in this together yeah. as it relates to labels, mm -hmm. as it relates to who am I? And who defines me? And what do I allow to define myself? Yeah. And uh, what do and I then carry saying, out in the world from it? And right? then, and then the 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 the, the plumb line of let it be uh, that we are defined first and foremost by Christian, by yeah. being in Christ, who we are. Now, um, I have other thoughts. I'll spare simply because I want to invite you into the. There's been conversations about you know where we're moving forward, and you just alluded to it, but I want to put it back on you to explain yeah. if you if you want to what can we expect as a community going into 2023 yeah. on this topic because i know there's conversations about it and the purposeful push towards it want to give you an opportunity yeah, yeah. to share on it oh uh, thank you and then yeah. let's talk about the fun stuff coming up like decorating etc <laughs> i love that you use the word expect the next four messages leading into christmas are around expectation mm -hmm. do we live lifestyles of expectation matter of fact kevin's asked That's rachel good. and i to That's speak really this week being expectant we're having our Sun Renner within the next five and a half to six weeks, Lord yeah. willing, in that whole uh, the way it's supposed to play out. Yeah. And he's asked us to come and talk about what it does it mean to carry expectancy through thick and thin challenges and joys and highs and lows. We want to be talking about, hey, do we believe there's still a Savior that comes into this world and meets us in the midst of things? So expect a t conversation about living expectant lifestyles in the right. next four weeks leading into mm -hmm. Christmas. And then we're going to be going into no other name or this concept of what's it mean to be in Jesus or yeah. to have a prophetic word that's been spoken on us and reaffirm so many times, and you know this one as well, yeah. is you will be a people who's the name of Jesus, Jesus is yeah. on you. Yeah. And we're like, Lord, we're going to pause during our fasting yep. to Come ask on. the Lord. We're going to press in to say, what's it mean to tell us more? Love what's that. it mean to be a people that have the name of Jesus on it? Mm -hmm. And so we've reformatted the speaking and Paul and, um, and programming next year to be getting at that question yeah. early on in the season. And that's what our corporate fast is going to be on, too, yes, in is. Christ, and taking three weeks to pray specifically out of Ephesians 1, which uh, we just got... We're putting together booklet, the prayer yeah. booklet, right? So we have our devotionals, which we've written some. Um, people like to play a game where they figure out Guess who wrote who it. wrote what? <laughs> I didn't think my writing was so <laughs> I obvious. just love that if anyone ever nails it, they think I did it. Yeah. And if I do a bummer one, they yeah. think 
Chris it was Weber. Chris Weber. <laughs> <laughs> just Chris, I'm kidding. That's um, not true. Just thought I'd throw that in. Anyway, um, yeah, so really feeling invited by the Spirit into this discovery phase of, of not just doing one series, although if we just did one series on it, it would be powerful and effective, but taking more time um, to really... Um, prioritize that reality. Yeah. And, and I'm reminded of Luke 1, right, uh, where Gabriel shows up to Zechariah and says, your wife is pregnant. Um, she's going to have a baby. Um, she is with baby, with child. And and Zechariah is like, how can I know this is going to be true, right? And he has some doubt. And, and Zechariah says, I am Gabriel and his identifier. I stand mm-hmm. in the presence of God. Yeah, dude. And Come I'm like, on. of all the identifiers Gabriel could have landed in that moment, that's a resume. All the letters to follow his name of assignments he's done, exploits he's he's performed on behalf of the assignment of God, much less the one he's doing right now. Um, he says, "I stand in the presence of God," and I'm like, "Let that be what defines me first and foremost. I am the the son of the Most High God, and I am in His presence. Yeah, that's who I am." Yeah. So I just love that. I want that business card. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> We're over our, 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 we're over our, thank you for your extra minutes today. You know, we've decided to extend these slightly so we can. You're welcome for the extra minutes today. (laughs) You're right. No charge. (laughs) Um, We've uh, extended these a little bit to talk about the words of knowledge. We thank you for the time, but we do want to say this. I mean, if you're, if you're watching this during the closing week of November into December, we are having a decorating time on December 1st. Let us know you're coming. You can check it out on the event page. Mm -hmm. Come even if you don't let us know. Let's make this place look cool. And then we're going into some fun stuff later on in this month, a night of remembrance for those of us who have experienced loss and vision in yeah. a person who was dear to us, etc. If right. 2022 was one of those sideways and difficult years for you, we want to pause together and remember the overarching sovereignty yeah. of God in the midst of this. I think that's December 18th. Yeah, 17th. I think you're it's right. It's on the out. events page regardless. Yeah, we ask, encourage you to check it out. Yep. And then, look, uh, no need to register for the Christmas Eve services this week, but make sure you get them in your schedule. There's four different ones to choose yeah. from. Anything else, Matthew? No, it's always a good time. Thanks, Jim, for being on. I Thanks like for it. being here and tuning in. We'll catch you this weekend our services and next week's episode till then god bless take care hey thanks again for joining us today we hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week you can listen to previous episodes find additional resources and of course learn more about us by visiting effort at community church.com.